This is BetaHouse.life, the podcast that empowers you to live in beta. Waiting for the perfect is often the enemy of the good or even the great. So listen in, get inspired, and let these curated stories encourage you to take your next step. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Benjamin. Welcome Welcome to to BetaHouse.life. Glad to have you here today, Nick. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So we met Nick a couple of weeks ago at a meetup, and we were getting to share little bits about ourselves, mm-hmm. talking about an interesting fact. It was a nice little icebreaker. The group yeah, was larger this stories. week. And her story tied in so well. This little fact about herself. It wasn't about her business mm-hmm. or anything like that, but her story tied in so well with the idea of focus and flexibility. I couldn't <laughs> pass up asking her to come on and share her story. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to let her tell a little bit real quickly about what her adventure was. For me, I, yeah. like, I'm competitive. So I'm like, why would I go be there if I can't get on the yeah. show and win? Like, that's just silly to me. Like, um, so that's kind of the same outlook that I had with Let's Make a Deal. One of my best girlfriends had reached out to me and said, hey, I'm on the Bridesmaids episode. Mm-hmm. I would love for you to join. So there's a group of us that are going to drive up. On this day, it's, mm-hmm. of course, let's make a deal. It's mm-hmm. costumes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, good Lord. I love my girlfriend, but <laughs> for whatever reason, she decided mm-hmm. to have us be a mariachi band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> In what right mind do you make a bunch of women and then a male bridesmaid, so he's like a bridesman, right. dress up in a bunch of ponchos and sombreros mm. and mustaches and doing all that. <laughs> In case you're not familiar with Let's Make a Deal, it's actually been on TV for a really long time. The original host was Monty Hall. He's kind of like the king of game shows for a long and time. And that's like the only one I really remember doing right. it yeah. besides the current. <laughs> and he started back in 1963. Yeah. Ran with it all the way through 1986. That is a long run for a game show. And it would be like so funny because it was like the random bits. Like you would go in with these giant purses filled with things. Like who has an egg in their purse? <laughs> who has this? And you had to bring a duffel bag full of just random yeah. store stuff just to try and get on the stage. Yeah. So it's, it's a fun show. And it's been on for a long time. And it kind of went through some some flux for a little while. They tried to bring it back in the early 90s. And then Billy Bush was a host in 2003. <laughs> that didn't last real long. But now Wayne Brady has been doing it for 10 years. And uh, I think he does really well running the show. If you love people watching, mm-hmm. even if you don't get on the show, I highly suggest just trying to figure out how to get on a taping. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it's the best people watching you could ever imagine. <laughs> um, it's fun from your from your living room on the couch, but mm-hmm. actually being there is such a different experience. Oh, sure. Yeah. So yeah. they just heard us like cattles and heard us like cattles and you're watching and you're listening and you're hearing kind of the things you've got, like the little, you've got the short girls with the microphones that come around with the clipboards and start yelling at everybody of what to do and where to go. You better listen. And here's how much time you have to answer this and Mm -hmm. don't go on. And what talent do you have and what makes you different and where are you from and all of these things. Mm -hmm. So you're just going in groups and, um, then they finally put you in another room and then you sit and wait some more and Mm. you take photos and you do this and then they're like okay now we're gonna practice how do we act excited and how do we do x (laughs) y and z and how do we go this route so it's constant they give you candy all the time too there's tons of it's like keeping you amped with all this sugar constantly um because they they literally tell you they're like we are watching you all the time all the time they're like cameras are around people Mm. are around yeah like we are keeping an eye. So if you want to get on the show, they tell you that your interview had nothing to do with it. 
Uh-huh. Right. Total baloney. <laughs> um, which I learned from doing a lot of research prior mm-hmm. um, from that side. And then they shuttle you. And then you all get in coach buses. Mm-hmm. And they shuttle you on over. But they also tell you, like, specifically which buses you're going on. So, like, there's, they're strategically planning right, right, the right. whole time. As much as they say that they're not. And they're just keeping an eye on things. And then they finally get you in the studio. And I think the scariest and the first realization that there was even a possibility to being on this show mm-hmm. was they put me in the second row of that, right next to kind of the little oval. And yeah. then all of a sudden, people are looking around and you see their staff chatting. And then mm-hmm. they're like, nope, all right, you're going to swap here and you're going to go here and you're going to do this. Yeah. And then so my girlfriend, who was the bride, the two of us got moved to sitting literally the front two seats right next to the oval. And I'm like, yeah. I looked at her and we're like, oh. <gasps> We're on. We're probably yeah. going to be somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, this might legitimately happen. I really had no idea there was going to be that much waiting no. on something like that. Like, I would have never guessed that it would take that long for one episode. And I've been on in the audience for a TV show before, mm-hmm. and they were batch recording. Like, right. they, you, as you do. As you do. Yeah. As the TV person do, right? The amount of waiting, she said, made it hard to, like, figure out how much batch reporting you really could do on right. one of these. You know, I mean, I understand that there's a lot of setup that would go in between shoot, you know, between sure, takes, sure, sure. like, getting all of this stuff set and ready to go for when the curtain goes up or the mm-hmm. boxes, everything in the boxes, all of that logistically takes a little while. Right, and it just sounds like this this format of shooting has to be tiring, too, yeah. for, for everybody involved. So I decided to spend the two days prior, I recorded a ton of episodes mm-hmm. on On Demand, yeah. and I watched for hours, yeah. hours upon hours upon hours. <laughs> Some of them were repeats, but I watched the types of things that they were looking for. So you also, I also learned a lot of psychology behind the show as far as what they would prefer to do and why they make the deal. And then when you learn stuff on the back end after you win, um, going in there. But it was really interesting because the types of people, so they're looking for people under a certain pay grade. Mm -hmm. They're looking for not many people. Very rarely, it was like one in every maybe 10 episodes that they would call someone from a surrounding local area in California. Uh There were a few, but it was few and far between. So they Mm -hmm. always wanted somebody that was flying out here, was a teacher, was mm-hmm. an office manager, was somebody that didn't have a lot of money that would love to make a deal for cash. Right. Okay. So understanding kind of that psychology behind it and mm-hmm. talking about where they want people that will be over the top yeah. when you get called, but also be like, okay, but I could definitely be persuaded to take the money or right. I mm-hmm. could be persuaded to do this or I'm probably not going to win or understand the psychology of how the game is played so mm-hmm. it's yeah. kind of an interesting mix to it and where they get up there and they get all excited so they just start picking and choosing or following whatever it is and so we kind of went in so i sat with our whole group in the car ahead yeah. of time and i was like here's how this goes so here's what they're looking for so we all have to so next story really made me think about an episode of how i met your mother mm-hmm. and it was really hard not to picture it and we do have an affinity for that show just because we're like the exact same age as the, the people in it. Like it was age, yeah. like written straight for our generation. <laughs> uh, and in that the episode that her story made me think of was the one where Barney Stinson decides to go on The Price is Right mm-hmm. because he thinks Bob Barker's his father. <laughs> so that's his motivation is he thinks Bob Barker's his dad. He's yeah. never known his dad. And so he studies like crazy to be on The Price is Right. And 
I know I have done it at times where like I have this goal and I will jump all in mm -hmm. to study and get ready for this goal. You know, like I'm gonna be so gung ho. And another little thing is like people who are in band do mm -hmm. this. They're like all into band. Like right. band is all consuming. Like this focus, you know, marching band. And when you get out of high school, you realize marching band doesn't continue yeah it's, <laughs> but it, it's that thing when you're in the world your focus is so tight on it it's your perception of the world yeah. and so he studies so much and is ready to go on and because he's prepared that much and had that focus when he goes on the show he's like guessing everything perfectly like all of his prices are like right every tooth on toothpaste every yeah. <laughs> random bit and to the point that he ends up in the uh grand prize showdown mm -hmm. And guesses to the dollar his his showcase yeah. and ah, like never been done. And he gets the moment to be right next to Bob Barker and then he chickens out and doesn't say anything that yeah. you may be my dad or things like that. It's like, oh, it was, it was kind of like this tragic ending. And um, fortunately, still letting the experience be the experience. Yeah. But fortunately, Nick doesn't let her. Her story does not have a tragic ending. No, 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 not at all. Um, no spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> no spoilers on this. It's a little different because you don't know what game you're going to get right. when you get on there. Right. You don't know which one, so you have to be ready to be flexible. Well, and even in that the moment, game, there's so many variables. Yeah, and so knowing when to change lanes on that is part of being the expert at it. Well, and then one of the things that she she talked about here too was the fact that these people that are all the production assistants and everybody who's running the show. Mm -hmm. Their MO is pretty obvious the whole time. They are intentionally setting up the show, you know, for the viewer. So they make it look like they're, if you had everybody you're going to pull up in the front row, that makes it a lot like less interesting. Yeah. Uh, and so the impression <laughs> that it's random has to be set up. Although statistically, it is a possibility. Right, if you right. randomly set people that they could all be next to each other, <laughs> just as much as probably any other yeah, random that's set. That's the winning row today. Yeah. 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 yeah and, we can't help what other people are going to do. Mm -mm. You know, we can, Nick, you know, you can look at market data, you can watch trends, you can see how psychological profiles affect what's going on. Uh, but ultimately, when you're dealing with other people, other people make their own decisions. Even with all of the preparation, mm -hmm. how do you know somebody's not going to come in that's more interesting than you? Right. You know, to where if they pick six people mm -hmm. for the show, you were the seventh most interesting person that right. day. Right, you have no idea. Yeah. No idea. Sometimes uh, people simply see other people as elements in their environment. Mm -hmm. And when we're dealing with business, you know, it's the old... Well, you haven't seen The Godfather. No, I have series, no desire to see The Godfather. There's the old line, it's not, it's not personal, it's business. You know, uh -huh. it's, and a lot of times with stuff like this, it has nothing to do with who you are as a person. It's all about getting done what they want to accomplish. Right. And so you have to be flexible in the midst of all those things. And then they just keep watching. So it was one of those where every time something happened on the show, even if we, were, we weren't even on yet, mm -hmm. but it was like you just have to show that pure excitement. And even if you look at something and you're, is the dumbest thing in the entire world. <laughs> I actually have, like, when we were testing the fake laugh, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I fake laughed that day. <laughs> like, it gets, you get, like, your face hurts oh, yeah. just because you've got to put, like, this whole show on. And I tell you, they don't turn the air on in there. Oh, I swear God. to God. <laughs> like, I don't remember, like, because I wore a tank top and then I had this, but it was like a I don't even know what material it was, but it was a poncho. Like, yeah. I mm -hmm. found a vest. They found it at a thrift store. Sure. You would think living in San Diego mm -hmm. that we could find yeah. ponchos a lot easier. Mm -hmm. 
Well, this is we were filming in June, so oh, okay. not really. It's not poncho weather. It's really not poncho <laughs> weather. And I was like, do I drive to Mexico right now yeah. to yeah. get like a good poncho? It's some I don't even I think I found it at Goodwill, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. But it was like we went to Encinitas. You know how Encinitas has all like the amazing little like throwbacks and flashbacks yeah, 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 yeah. and got a couple of thrift stores. Like that was perfect. Like so yeah. I went up there and I was like, nothing. <sighs> I was like, couldn't it have been something else? Like yeah. anything else that we could have gone to a Halloween? So, well, I'm not trying to. Yeah. There's nothing around to find <laughs> costumes, I tell you, um, for such a last minute thing. But so we were just absolutely sweating. But it was, you become basically cattle for the day mm-hmm. and you just have to put on these, the fake laughs and the yeah. excitement and the, what is this? But it was really cool. I think the, the most exciting experience at first was when Wayne Brady first walks out. Yeah. The man, he's so shiny. Like, in the most beautiful way, though. Yeah, like, yeah. absolutely. But you're just like, oh, <laughs> Like, you just want to stare at him like, oh. Nick did her hours and hours of prep right. before she went in and was so ready for going in. But there are so many variables going into it. And I think about before we opened, well, I opened. I use we so often. Yeah. But at the beginning, you weren't here. It's the royal. Yeah, the really, it was me at the beginning, <laughs> trying to write a business plan, mm-hmm. knowing even as I'm writing it, that there are so many things I don't know with this. Oh, sure. And this is like a beautiful plan, but the chances of even a fifth of it going as I wrote it down is actually pretty rare. Oh, sure. Absolutely. You know, and Absolutely. there were a lot of things we, that it helped me think through and be prepared for. But at the same time, until you're in that moment, all that prep, all that focus is just a dream. Until it comes to that point of application. But having done that and having gone through that time and getting used to the thinking and problem solving and that side, it prepared me right. to be ready for opening doors and going through what I thought. Listening to other people, too, helped a time in that, you know, yes, I set this beautiful budget. Mm-hmm. And that budget was so beautiful. It looked like we were <laughs> so prepared. Yeah. And we blew through it in a week. Right. <laughs> right. you know well, because, because there's, there's so yeah. many other components that you don't know oh we're gonna need this and oh i thought i'd like that and you find out like for us like our budget for cables was not quite what it needed no. to be you know like little things like that like but this, we got good cables yeah we've got great <laughs> cables and the or the mic stands for us mm-hmm. you know we have these great mic stands and then we found that they work great in a certain application, but weren't great for all applications. Right. And so we had to get different stands too, the so that nothing. Right yeah. So it's being flexible with that as well as sometimes it's good flexibility. Like you don't think big enough. Right. You get this ideal client that you wrote down, and mine was Jennifer or something. Right. I wrote this ideal client, and then like the next week, like after I wrote her, another client presents themselves to me at mm-hmm. a meetup. And I'm like, I didn't set my sights high enough at all right, for right. what a potential client could be. Because we could go from an individual and then the next possible client was a production house. It was right. like, oh, which one would I rather be? A book publisher, you know, mm-hmm. you know, as my ideal client? Or do I want to keep it this ideal? And that's a choice you have to make right. in this and being ready to be flexible sure. and on that. And because we've been creator focused, we never thought about some like different business applications like Having lawyers shoot depositions in the studio yeah. never came up. That was not, but, but it's a very real thing that people could do here. Yeah, and it's a nice, comfortable space that's private. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the conference rooms here are glass. <laughs> All glass, yeah. Like everybody can see exactly what you're doing. Yeah. So that was one of those things. And her story illustrates that in a fun way. You oh, know, sure. I know business talk is business, 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 <laughs> business, business, business. Yeah. 
we get shuttled down and there's kind of it starts to do that little tear out or like the funnel out. Mm -hmm. So there's two seats and then there's four seats and then there's so on and so forth. And I get put in the second row and then they come down. And so we're like, okay, well now we'll just, again, continue to sit and wait. It's literally, the whole thing is hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. That's all you do the entire time. (laughs) And so we get there and then all of a sudden they come and they start looking at us and they start looking at people. And that's when you can feel it. And you're like, something's good. Something's (laughs) cooking here. Like, Ooh, maybe what I did is right. Like, yeah. hmm, okay. And now then, and then of course in my mind I go, well, if I get on now, I gotta like understand the, the psychology of the game and yeah. how it works. Right. So that was the other big part of it. So they ended up moving my good girlfriend and I right to the front row mm-hmm. where there's only two seats right next to the oval. So we're sitting on the right side of it. Well, if you're looking at the at the stage mm-hmm. or whatever it's called, this is how not TV I am. Yeah. <laughs> but we're over here on the right of it. Mm-hmm. So everything is kind of the main oval is right next to us sitting mm-hmm. and watching. You've got the cameras panning back and forth and going that route. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, here we go. Here's the rules. Here's the listen. Every time in between breaks, you'll get a little bit, but you are up dancing. Mm-hmm. You are up jumping. Yeah. You are up screaming. You are <laughs> up constantly. Unless Wayne Brady is talking or talking to someone specifically, right. you are active you are on all the time and they say even after you get on the show if you get on it Mm -hmm. you have to continue that because the worst part then you're just like yeah yeah i was like i just want to go to bed nope (laughs) you got to remain up and static because in all reality they could cut you out at any time too like there's still plenty of editing to go on so all of a sudden we're going through and i'm like okay we've gone through about four or five people now like there's not much more to be had after watching the show there's so many games that are played, and mm-hmm. then obviously you do the big deal at the end. And like, right. there's only so many more opportunities that are gonna happen. And then all of a sudden he goes, "I'm looking for two friends," and we raise our hands. And I'm like, "This is us, honey." Yep. <laughs> and all of a sudden it was just like, "Oh, you two right there, perfect." Oh my gosh, that moment of anticipation oh, yeah. right before you know it's all getting ready to go. And I remember this right when I had made the decision for the locations we were gonna go to. Mm-hmm. That was a process, just getting to that when I. You know, we're sitting there. I had three solutions mm-hmm. sitting in front of me, three choices. It At first, I was looking at like A, B, C. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, wait a minute, what if B and C and another combination are the answer? Right. And that ended up being the perfect answer for us. It was thinking a little outside the box with that rather than what was first laid out. But that moment when like you've made the decision, mm-hmm. but yet it's not in action yet. Right. And you're ready. And you're just so anxious to finally get going with it. <laughs> That's when you're, it's a running in jello moment. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, I have like six Amazon carts ready to hit purchase. You know, it's like, okay, we're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. For me, this is going to sound like really, really funny, but like, I just love to wander Ikea. Sure. Like that is a happy day for me. <laughs> Gonna zone out. And, uh, under the maze. you know, I may only need one item mm-hmm. when I'm there, but I'm perfectly content to walk the whole maze. Because we'll get our free coffee. To just get the, yeah, it's relaxing to me. I know a lot of people get like really uptight at Ikea. Mm-hmm. And I only get like that way if I have a lot of things to buy. Right. You know, but if I'm only going in for one or two things, oh, it's fun. Well, for me, it's how many it's a slow day. If yeah. it's a slow day, I'm cool. If it's packed, I love watching. Tuesday mornings. <laughs> Beautiful time to go in. Just FYI. Although, don't everybody go now because that'll ruin our time to go. Um, meant Thursday morning. <laughs> <laughs> but even today, you know, there's always, even with all of that plan, everything, there's always one more thing it feels like. I mean, and oh, yeah. that's the way with a household. Like, you go to Target and mm-hmm. you have this beautiful list. You come home and then it's like, oh, 
crap. Yeah. The whole reason I went to Target was to get razors. And what did I not buy? Mm. Razors. So there's always <laughs> one more thing to go get. And it's like that was with the studio. I was just telling you this morning mm -hmm. when we walked in here, oh, I need to go get this. Mm -hmm. It's the next step. It's the next thing. And that's also like the in the end of the movie, The Jerk. Yeah. All I, All I want is my thermos <laughs> and this chair. Yeah. And, and, and my lamp. Yeah. <laughs> and my this. And the dog would have nothing to do with them. Yeah. <laughs> so. And, uh, but yeah. It's that flexibility that I think it keeps it interesting yeah. on the road. I mean, yeah. if you got it done and it was done, that would be like a really boring journey. Right. And where Nick is in hers right now, the, you know, the star is getting to walk, getting ready to walk out. All the excitement I'll... is getting ready to culminate, you know. Have and you... it's that moment as a business, like you're getting ready to open your doors. The first clients are going to come walking in or calling in. I'm going to do a major teaser right here. Do it. Major, major, major teaser. We're like right there too. Oh, sure. In are. that. We have a crazy big guest coming in mm -hmm. this coming week. Right. And we're waiting and like Your getting ready for that. Yeah. yeah. And it's like we're right on that edge, mm -hmm. you know, about that waiting and like, oh, is this going to be the opportunity? Is this going to be mm -hmm. it? Right. You know, knowing full well that we're prepared, we have a great business model. Mm -hmm. One person's not going to make or break our business. No. No. But. It's like it's still cool. Are you? Is this going to be the moment? Is right. this going to be the time? It and, may not be, and, and, that's, okay. and that's okay. <laughs> but that anticipation, mm -hmm. like, and happy anticipation. Yeah. You know, for somebody who deals not with worried. anxiety, anticipation is a very different thing. Sure. And anticipation is a good feeling. Oh sure. And so she's like right there in that right at that moment. So he calls us up, and it was just. I think if I look back, you can literally see the oil on my face from just mm. like the sweat and the shine, and yeah. I'm just standing there like what happened but i do remember looking over at wayne saying can i hug you yeah. like that was the one thing that i'm yeah. like before we start anything mm -hmm. that we're doing or any games that we're playing like please let me hug you so he goes okay so the three of us get in a group and we all just start like yeah. doing like the jumping and i'm like oh my god i'm touching my friend oh my god i'm touching my friend i love you too oh again so welcome to the show <laughs> oh my god, this is the craziest thing. And then he's like, okay, we got to start filming. Like, <laughs> we have stuff to do. I'm like, okay. So then it goes into the story of how did you guys meet? Well, mm -hmm. because we had to play mm -hmm. with our occupations and where right. we're from and certain things, it turned into the funniest story of I'm her bridesmaid. I met her on vacation. We were out drinking tequila at a bar. We were drunk on the beach. We were all these things. And then we stood there and realized, oh. <gasps> this is a family show right but we just we were so excited and so <laughs> nervous and so like we looked at each other and we're like we're lying to wayne brady on national <laughs> television right now like you could like the eyes were communicating to yeah. each other like what do we say yeah how do you even say anything to right. like just kidding do? Yeah. right oh my gosh we felt so goofy at that point yeah and we're like okay so then he's like let's move on no big deal and they bring out the game and of course the typical getting married is something old something new something borrowed something blue right okay so it was a whole game where we got to we had a team up i think we were the only ones that were like a paired up that mm -hmm. there was no one else from my recollection there might have yeah i think we were the only double team so okay. it was meant to truly be like a two-person game right so we had to pick from the boxes it was literally at this point it was a random guessing game because you, okay. you have to start somewhere right with it to get it going and so Fatima being the bride, I was like, you pick first. So there's right. something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. And so as we're going through, I, don't, I should have almost watched the episode again before. 
but she picks one thing mm-hmm. and it ends up being a flop. So then I get to pick another. So mm-hmm. it's literally the game of elimination. Oh, okay. So now what it was is it in there, out of the four options, there are two things that are duds mm-hmm. and then there's two things that are obviously worth it. Right. So the blue, I remember, was like a blue Vespa. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Something old was, it was, this was, oh my God, her reaction was so funny. It was, they made it look like high heels, but they were moldy moss and cheese. Oh, is what they did for something oh, old. So it opens, and she, her reaction, she was like, "Seriously, that's disgusting." And I'm like, "Did you just insult them? Like, do you not understand the game? That's yeah. how this." goes they give you a dud like that's the whole point so it was just really funny because like afterwards we were just like i think we might have like hopefully they cut that out right (laughs) just a little abrasive um and so then it turned and so what we realized so so there's one box so now fatima had actually chosen both of the duds okay the blue vespa was the other so Mm -hmm. after watching the psychology of the show Mm -hmm. realizing there's so many other things they've played this exact same game just with a different name and a different spin on it yeah The last one has to be a deal. Right. The last one's got to be something really good. Right. And usually when they do something like this, they always put in a trip. So there's always a decent ticket priced item. Mm-hmm. There's always a trip. And then, of course, there's going to be the two things that are duds because right. there's more likely that you're going to lose out. So then the whole question was, Rain Brady was like, do you want to make a deal or do you want to open this? What do you think? So mm-hmm. watching the psychology of it, and I'm like, well, I already know the answer. Like, I know this has to be a trip, especially because they had only given away like one other trip so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was understanding that there's a couple that they give away. Yeah. And then knowing in the big finale, there will be a car, mm-hmm. there will be other big things, there will be certain stuff. And so understanding that side of it. So I was like, and then it was, it started with like, do you want a thousand dollars? Nope. Do you want $2,000? Nope. Do you want X, Y, and Z? And I'm like, I know, like in my gut, mm-hmm. this is a trip. Like, right. I got to see. So, of course, something new. And I said, I want something new. I want to pick the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? It's a trip to New York City. Congratulations. You'll spend four luxurious nights in Manhattan at the sophisticated Belvedere Hotel. This centrally located hotel provides easy access to bustling Times Square, the bright lights of Broadway, and more. Daily breakfast and a round trip airfare are included in this deal worth $5,154. Give them all the big round of applause. You guys have a seat. That was like the big woohoo. And then it was one of those, he's like, oh, see, aren't you glad that you didn't take the money in X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. Really glad I didn't. So that was kind of like our little, okay, now go sit back down and mm-hmm. go hang out. Um, so it was really overwhelming but exciting. But at the same time, I was like, well, I knew it was coming. <laughs> like, yeah. so I kind know of, your game. Right, yeah. exactly. I was like, well, the trip is really cool, but I'm like, I'm just excited I got on TV. Like, yeah. I think more than anything else at that point. So in her game, she's showing how she had some small goals, you know, getting picked, getting up there. Obviously, you have to do that yeah. to win something if you're not called you're not going to win anything and then big goals of actually winning a prize Mm -hmm. Uh, i think that's the final in in life we have goals like that in different things it could be like my brother and a friend of yours are learning to ride the unicycle right Right, now you know so that's a goal that they have and scott yeah and uh it's kind of funny to have two people learning to unicycle (laughs) never thought i would say that one yeah Yeah. i guess that's the next thing coming so you heard it here uh and 
but you have to have small goals with something sure. like that. Like your first five feet, mm-hmm. your first 10 feet, yeah. your first 15. And if you're in business, the first dollar bill that goes on the wall. Yeah. You know? So those are, you know, setting those little milestones are incredibly important. Yeah. But I'm going to say something that might not be super popular here. I don't believe in over celebrating the small milestones. No. Because I get that. Um, you have to have a reason for the big milestone to be the big milestone. Mm-hmm. That's where I would say go all out. Mm-hmm. But acknowledge when you hit the goal points along the way. Yeah. You know, it may be just that that day you allow yourself a sugary drink from <laughs> a coffee a shop yeah. or something like that. Right. That you just those little things. Not that all goals have to be food goals, but no. you know, I'm just trying to pick something. Right. And go see the movie with me. Yeah, the little things. But then be ready for the big blowout when you actually hit a big goal. And for Nick and Fatima, it meant hugging Wayne Brady. And I'm mm-hmm. like, so here's the other part is I actually, I knew had I won the first round, mm-hmm. I also knew that there was always going to be nine times out of 10, a car in that third traded up, right. like do the big deal or not. Well, with that, so I spent a lot of time thinking prior ahead of time as well mm-hmm. of if I were to win all of these things or if I were to do a trade up, mm-hmm. what would the actual value of that be or what would that look like in the long run? Because what what happens is so many people get on these shows, so many people win something, but they don't realize that you are now taxed on it. You yep. are now responsible for it. You are now yeah. you have to take part in this. It's not like someone literally it's not like your parents when you're 16 years old bought mm-hmm. you a car. It is a nation. It's a corporation mm-hmm. that is gifting you something. However, again, now I have to buy insurance. Now there would be this. There would be so many things that tie into it that I'm like a three day trip. I know what this costs. I'll pay the taxes on this. It's right. not that big of a deal yep. in my mind. But I'm like a car. I'm like realistically, I'd get it. Have to deal with all the legalities of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then ultimately try to get rid of it and hope I at least make a little bit of money. Yeah. I got a friend who went on uh, Price is Right and they had to deal with all that. They had to like check you out ahead of time just oh. to make sure you can handle the prize taxes and all that sort of stuff. They really target people that are going to take the deal so that they're mm-hmm. going to target people. That's why he tried so hard to say, do you want the thousand? It was a lot easier to give me a thousand dollars, tax me on that, mm-hmm. send it to me in 90 days than right. it was to actually pay for a trip yeah. and then right. tax oh, me yeah. on that. Sure. So they really pushed that. And so that was, that goes back to the psychology of how they pick the people and who they pick with the background mm-hmm. because they're looking for people yeah. that will take that deal. Makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. literally it's like, yeah. let's make a deal. Oh, yeah. and what they do, it's so funny because they hold, he holds the cash in front of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He literally right is like, here. it's right yeah. here. And then you go back in the room and you sign your paperwork and it's like, you'll receive a check in 90 days. <laughs> <laughs> like really <laughs> why did i come on for cash like yeah. it's just yeah. the funniest thing because my yeah. girlfriend then for participating mm-hmm. even though i was the one that won she got i think it was like 90 dollars or 100 dollars yeah <laughs> like, she's like seriously keep your money like, i don't even want to get taxed on yeah. this at this point because yeah. yeah. really, yeah. they yeah. take you they give you a specific pass after you win and then they take you to a back room mm-hmm. and you are locked in there Right. Like you do not get to leave until they go through everybody. And I think because I had the highest price, the highest price ticket item mm-hmm. on the show, I was the last one. Or I just got stuck <laughs> in the order of just like, 
Oh, for real? <laughs> so not only, yeah, you still don't have your cell phones. You have no communication because they take all of it away. Yeah. So you can't even, I'm like, there's no contact to the outside world. Yeah. I'm like, I just want food. I want some tequila and I want my bed. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> screw my trip to New York. And let me guess, you're probably heading a pretty hard sugar crash at this oh, moment too. Oh yeah. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So bad. And like <laughs> versions of hangry were also yeah. hitting in because you're like, we ate in the car mm-hmm. before we came up, but this is like 10 o'clock now. It's getting closer to seven, eight o'clock at night yeah. at this yeah. point where we're just like, and you're yeah. sweating and you're up and down and you're exhausted and the highs and lows and doing that. So personally, I think it shows incredible restraint to go on a game show and be like, I don't want to win the big prize. <laughs> I mean, it's like that That's so true. goes That's against like true. my brain and thinking that like, no, I want it all. Yeah. And then you have that moment of, I got it all. Now what? Yeah. You know, because she knew what, okay, a trip, the taxes are going to be this. I can afford that. Can no big that. deal. Yeah. But a ten to $20,000 car. That's, That's a lot, a lot more. Yeah. And we, we all live in California. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, she would have had to have shipped anywhere. She right. could have driven it back. But uh, it's still, it was a, a lot. lot. Yeah. A lot. And uh, so it's like, oh, do I just sell the car then? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so yeah. she was smart and planning ahead for that. I can't say I would have been as good in that situation. Like right. I would have like gotten greedy even in the moment, like knowing it ahead of time, yeah. being ready to say no, <laughs> to stay focused. Well, and in regular personal life or in business, either way, choice is always followed by consequence. You just need to be prepared for it. Yeah. And remember it yeah. <laughs> in the mm, moment. <laughs> so they contacted us and they gave us a couple of dates to pick with. Fatima and I are both insanely busy women. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind of we finally landed on a date. But they were like, you can't have holidays, you can't do these blackout dates, you can't do this, it's gotta be explained. It's gotta be done. And I'm yeah. like, who has time for this? Yeah. yeah. So we're like, okay, the only time that happened to work was actually mm-hmm. what's the day? <gasps> this is perfect timing. We're filming this. Oh, okay. so this time last year we were in New York. Oh, oh there awesome. You go. Happy we anniversary. Right. <laughs> <Happy anniversary. laughs> So we went in March. Mm-hmm. Um, Fatima grew up in California. So it's really funny that we were talking yeah. about the first snow. Right. Yeah. She's seen snow because she's gone back to um, back home. She's Persian. She's mm-hmm. done that. But it was something different, like kind of just exploring the weekend together. But so we had a great hotel mm-hmm. in New York. We stayed at the Belvedere. Mm-hmm. And they took great care of us. I mean, our flight, it was a direct flight there. So it was awesome. It was easy trying to get a ride from New York from the airport to our hotel though that was like a nightmare I think we mm-hmm. ran around that airport a million oh, times mm-hmm. we went on back and forth on the wrong trains on the wrong trolleys and the wrong this and we're like yeah we want to go home <laughs> so the first night was great of mm-hmm. course being from Southern California we're both like uh this is cold yeah this is not fun yeah <laughs> so we're like well what do you do well, I'm from Wisconsin so we just drink like yeah. that's how we right. spend our time. Yeah. So that's how Fatima and I spent our three days in New York <laughs> with sleeting snow mm-hmm. coming at us oh, sideways, yeah. soaking wet. I I left everything in Wisconsin because never yeah. did I think yeah. I'd be traveling somewhere with snow. Yeah. And if it was, it'd be back home. And it so would be waiting for you. That's yeah. where all my stuff is. Totally I left all the big stuff. Yeah. My mom literally, yeah. she'll pick me up from the airport and she's like, here's your big coat. Here's your hat. Here's your gloves. Like it's hand delivered to me. My stuff is in my parents' basement. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. perfect. <laughs> yeah. Not New York. So yeah. we get there. I'm like, oh, my Lanta. Like it got to the point where we'd have to like go back and take hot showers just to warm up. <laughs> or like at this point, yeah. we're like, it's 11 o'clock. Is an Irish beer 
is it too early to have like a heavy stout just to right. warm up as right. it's like sideways going <laughs> outside the bar and we're like we don't feel like walking we don't feel like taking a cab like right. those cab drivers are insanely yeah. scary <laughs> cannot stand them and so but it was such a blast we went into central park we mm -hmm. got to do all of these things um, but I giggle because they inflate the prices or the quote of the yeah. prices. Make it sound I like was really like awesome. a three day stay at the Belvedere mm -hmm. and then the flights there and back. Mm -hmm. I mean, round trip. Okay. So our flights maybe for us in March on literally, I think we went, we went on like a Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, got yeah. back on a Saturday afternoon. Had could have been a thousand dollars for the both of us right. round trip right. mm -hmm. hotel a couple say maybe another thousand dollars for right. three mm -hmm. nights there yeah. oh yeah no they were like it's a five thousand five hundred ninety five dollar trip I was like, like no no, no. <laughs> that's why the taxes on this yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like here we go yeah. um but it was it was such a blast so it was so surreal mm -hmm. that like because there was part of me that I'm like there's no way that this is actually happening or yeah. could happen or that. People win trips and can actually go on yeah. them and that because they're like, OK, well, the show's going to air. Like, let's see if they actually reach out to me. So for it airing in December at the beginning and then to be by the beginning of March to be in New York with one of my best girlfriends, like yeah. just having a girl's trip, going to the different museums, going shopping, spending mm -hmm. all that time all from dressing up in some ponches and sombreros in the middle of the <laughs> summer yeah. um, and driving up to L.A. was was very fun. But spending that time at least researching how to do and get on that mm. was a pretty cool thing, because once you understood it, it was so simple to be like, yeah. oh, I can manipulate them. I can make sure I get on this. It's not a problem at all. <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. I just yeah. love, you know, the focus that was at the beginning, you yeah. know, to get all of that to be hyper focused do your research, mm. go in prepared, mm -hmm. but then be ready to like go through the hoops, yes. you yeah. know, and like wait it out oh. and not like, yeah. yeah. I was not expecting the the day to be what it was. I mm. was like, cause I'm one of those people, I'm like, all right, you wanna go? let's go, yeah. let's do this, we're yep. execution, like let's get this done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Hurry up and wait. Flexibility right. is not always fun. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not what, because I yeah. had a mission. My right, mission was right, to get right. on the show and to win. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, by the time I actually got on the show, yeah. I'm like, I'm too tired to be on the show right now. <laughs> like, it's a lot of work. So thinking through this mm -hmm. with all of it, I think in the end, you come away with a great story. Sure. You come away with a prize, mm -hmm. but sometimes the prize isn't exactly what you thought it would be. <laughs> you know, your all luxurious trip, mm -hmm. you know, the room doesn't match with the picture right. that you were shown of what the room would look like. Your blackout dates mean that, oh, anytime normal people would go on this trip, can't you go. can't so go. It's going to be cold. So yeah. it's like it's worse than Sky Miles. And <laughs> then so but you still got a trip, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, it's a lot of I think a lot of goals sometimes are like that, you know, like, OK, I'm going to go back to having a baby. OK, because I have done that. I've Not walked literally. that route. Not literally. <laughs> you have a baby. Mm -hmm. And then you're stuck with those sleepless nights. Yeah. You got your goal. Mm -hmm. You know, the baby has been born. The baby you is love healthy. The baby. You're glad to have yeah. the baby there. But there's some work on the other side. Sure that as an expected parent, you've made so beautiful and perfect in your brain. Mm -hmm. And it is not beautiful and perfect like you pictured it. Right. I mean, it, when we had our kids, there was no Instagram. And I think, you know, there's still that, we would call it this now, but it's that Instagram expectation of what it means to be a parent. I am really thankful there was no Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> there was no but social media period back then. Yeah. Oh, there, I had a MySpace. Oh, okay. There was That's MySpace. There was that. Friendster and MySpace. Yeah. Dogster. Yeah. 
But when we listen to stories like Nick's and Fatima's, they get to go on and do something fun like this, and you can hear how much they prepped, and you can see what they mm-hmm. had to walk through, and there was focus, and there was flexibility. Every time we walk through something like that, that becomes an experience that we can use for somebody else right? to help share with them uh, in their moment of, okay, well, what do I need to do next? And mm-hmm. kind of walk them through the trajectory. And I think it's useful to even sit down and unpack that a little bit, oh, like sure. to have the formalized time to sit down and think through Okay, so this happened. Mm-hmm. This was great. This wasn't what I was expected, mm-hmm. good or bad. Right. Next time I would do it this way. Next time I might do it this way if I'm so that when the next time comes, you're ready. You're prepared. And it's probably not going to be the way you think it's going to come. <laughs> so be ready to be flexible. <laughs> and that is the way life usually is. One of the things we do is we take a selfie for our Instagram uh, that gets posted while we are recording. So yep. we're going to do I'm that real quick so that. everybody gets it. Jeremiah is here in studio, hey. my PA Woo-hoo! and assistant editor. So he can take it for us so we're not going to have to reach too bad. So I guess yep. it's a Yuffie, I love not it. a it's selfie. It's a Yuffie. <laughs> so there we are getting that done. Great. Love Thanks, it. sir. So Ben will be tagging that up yeah. while I kind of bring it back around. Well, I did here. a little boomerang cool. of you Good. guys all read, like, yeah. and uh-huh. I had, like, the microphone in this yeah. and tagged you guys <laughs> my location. Yeah. So <laughs> I love it. Oh, cool. Yeah, this is our fun little new studio that we're going to have a lot of fun in. Yeah. Okay. One thing you get to do. Oh, yes. That this is our Don't fun little ending. Yes. Is you get to do a shameless plug for whatever you want. Like, it could be a Ooh. new dog food you love. It could be your personal brand. What? Ever Ooh. it is, this is your open mic to give a shout out, whatever. Yep. All right, all right. Um, the the biggest plug I have to do, and this is actually my driving force that's always behind me. It's mm-hmm. our brand, Epic Mastermind Experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have because I don't know when this will fully be public, um, but we have a large event every year mm-hmm. it's always hosted in january it's a three-day event is kind mm-hmm. of how it started mm-hmm. from doing a meetup it was 10 right. people sitting around doing their mastermind which was amazing yeah. and then it grew into we have so much more to give back and so much more to do yeah so now we have thought leaders from all over the world fly in mm-hmm. on their own dime donate their time spend their time on stage networking speaking over the three days that yeah. we just cultivate this atmosphere and this energy which is really cool so that always happens in January, and our mm-hmm. brand is Epic Mastermind Experience because okay. it truly is an experience. But what we've done for people, because I know it was really cool that you guys talk about the meetups, is I've just launched our new meetup series, which is every second Monday of the month, okay. which is really cool, from 6 to 9 p.m. in downtown San Diego. Yeah. Um, so it's literally, you can go to our page, Epic Mastermind Experience, on Facebook, and mm-hmm. then you'll find always the event link, mm-hmm. which is really great to it. So, But it's truly about that same thing like we talked about, yeah. is I bring in one featured speaker mm-hmm. that is really going to add golden nuggets, drop value, yeah. help you figure out little things, whether you need to implement something in your business, business, business personal and business, yeah. so I guess yeah. it works, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. in your business life, exactly, <laughs> or your personal life, it, it really, however you choose to receive that message from right. that mm-hmm. featured speaker, um, but it's almost a teaser series of what we do on the big end, so right. it's really neat in that aspect, so obviously next Monday, um, yeah. it's coming up March 11th is our next one, and okay, then so, so like really, really soon, very right. soon, well this yeah. will air next Monday, so it will be just the day before, of, yeah. <laughs> the day yeah. of, so yeah. it will yeah. yeah. live next Monday morning, yeah. So okay. Monday night, if you guys have nothing to do yeah. tonight, yeah. tonight, yeah. <laughs> come on down. Um, it's downtown San Diego. This one will be held at the Vantage Point apartment okay. um, right there, which is absolutely great. And it's absolutely free. Mm. So it's there. We we have it set up to do 
networking. We have it set up to do icebreakers. We have mm-hmm. featured speakers that are going to give and add value yeah. to yeah. help you wherever you're at. And then again, there's more open networking, which is really great cool. because then you get that opportunity to meet people like you guys and mm-hmm. vice versa yeah. where you can continue to grow your business and add value and collaborate on really cool things. And that's that's what I love is creating that energy in that yeah. space, which is cool. So that's our really fun yeah. series that we just launched. So. That's not just this Monday. Like I said, it's every second Monday of the month that we'll yeah. be hosting throughout the year um, cool. with different cool speakers. I've got actually in April, I've got the owner of Life Aid Bevco coming yeah. in. So if you guys have ever heard of Fit Aid, Life Aid, yep. um, Party Aid, all of that, yeah. Aaron is one of our best friends. Mm-hmm. So he's coming in. He goes, I want to come teach people. He's like, <laughs> not, like nine figure business. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I'll please. come teach people yeah. how to build a brick and mortar. Like, yeah, yeah. I've done it. Yeah. He's a former chiropractor. The month after that, we've got Jamel, who is the CEO and founder of Organifi. So I'll say a $150 million business um, for doing that. One of our best friends is going to come in, same thing, and teach. So we're really bringing in high-level people that are going to help teach, train, coach you guys in any way and just add value, which is really neat. That's awesome. And I'll tag both of their businesses, too. Yeah, we'll have all of this linked in the description. I say we. It is Ben doing it. I'll do that. I do that. It's such hard work. Copy, paste. (laughs) He writes copies, descriptions, all of that stuff. So I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. And I'm going to do our YouTube ending real quick. And that, uh, if you have enjoyed this, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe, as well as hit that notification button so you can know when new episodes come up live. And if you're listening to us on the podcast platforms, please be sure to give us a rating and let us know that you liked it. If you didn't like it, Please just be quiet. <laughs> Put that on somebody else's show. Put that on somebody else's show. As well as, you know, share this around so that other people, you know, somebody who might be interested, that they can know that we're out here talking and sharing great business advice. And reach out to Wayne Brady and tell him that you heard about him. Yes. And Beta how House. buttery smooth he is. That's I right. Think that's <laughs> I think that's like the word. I did. Like, after that, like, I was doing, like, I still have, I should, like, share my Instagram stories with you guys, yeah. too, to move with this. But it was that same thing. I was like, thanks, Wayne Brady. <laughs> like, you're just so smooth. We'll link Seriously. everything we can find from Wayne Brady down below, too. So. Right? <laughs> and we will see you right. next week. Let me week. show, Wayne. <laughs> what else are you doing? <laughs> Bye. Bye.